Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, hi. How's it going, Sandro? Well, well, hi there. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, it's me, Zach, and my buddy, Sandro. This is uh, the Canadian version of oldie but a goodie. Well, uh, howdy ho- I mean, sorry. Sorry, I messed that intro up. Sorry. Oh, sorry. that's okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I put you on the spot there. I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry as well. No, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. If you don't know, uh, I replaced regular Zach last week, and in the interlude, uh, Sandro took a break to find where actual Zach's gone. Yes, and I am Canadian, uh, <laughs> Sandro, and I am here... To just do the show as normal. Am I Kermit? Am I Canadian? I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah, Canadian accents really start to blend into other ones. Like, I was I was trying really hard not to go Cockney. Yeah. So hard. And then it's just like, I lean too hard. And it's just, it's a disaster zone. What an intro. I mean, it's a ridiculous intro for a ridiculous movie. Because it's the Muppets. This is a show where we go back and watch old ass movies. And then we like... Is it good? Is it bad? Mm. Doesn't matter. It's the Muppets. But they aren't. They aren't just any old ass movies, though, aren't what? we? What? We're not taking requests. Oh, that'd be convenient. What? What do we do instead? Oh, we're like, what came out in the year nineteen eighty four, and we just watched one that came out this week, back in that year. Yeah. So it's like we're in the the year, the back in nineteen eighty four, where we're young, hip kids. Yeah. In 1984, and we're like, oh man, I want to go see the Muppets. What did you bloody think of this movie? Uh, Oh yeah, it's the Muppets Take Manhattan, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, it's Muppets Take Manhattan. It's the title of the episode. Yeah. Just read. To people, I don't think, we don't keep it a surprise what movie we're doing. I know some shows keep the topic they're doing a surprise, so some diehard <laughs> listeners try not to look at the title of the episode before starting the show. Really? I, yeah, I don't think we're in that category, but then, though. But then we also pick it at the end of the episode. Like, we pick next week's topic, yeah. quotation marks, at the end of the episode. So I guess hardcore fans could skip the end mm. and then just down- have it automatically download and play so they don't see... Okay, I could see that. Yeah, that would, yeah. Um, what, yeah, what did you think of this one? This is Muppets. I love Muppets. Muppets, I grew up watching Muppets. I had, at my grandma's, she had VHS tapes. Ah, oh, the worst form to watch stuff on, but also so nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. It was VHS taped... Of, like, when the Muppets were on and actual, like, the Muppet movie and all that. Mm. Oh, it was the jam. I love the Muppets. I used to do that. I had a VHS copy of Muppets in Space. Ooh. Uh, always went to the library and borrowed all five seasons of the Muppet Show. I think I've seen them all. Can't remember. Yeah, yeah. We had we had all the Muppet Show. That was, that was, that was my jam. Classic. And, uh... 
what was it? Blue's Clues. That was the other one. Oh, nice. And there were other shows, but those were the two main ones. Like, The Wiggles was there, but I never really watched The Wiggles so much. I watched The Wiggles movie, though. It was alright. I was more of a fan of The Holy Doolies. Mm. Do you know The Holy Doolies? No, not at all. The Holy Doolies were, like, Channel 7's version of The Wiggles. What is this nightmare fuel? Why is there a kangaroo? What? <laughs> what? It's, I have never seen this in my life. It's basically like home brand The Wiggles. It's basically The Wiggles, but is it yeah. worse? Probably. Oh my god, yeah. No, it's knockoff Wiggles for sure. Yeah, knockoff Wiggles. But more more Australian somehow. Oh, it was so it was so Australian. Because they've got a koala yep. and a kangaroo and I think a possum or a rat. I I'm not there, sure what I think there was a possum, yeah. I'm looking at the pictures. And then there's like three main guys and a female character. Yes, but except I'm... the female character's not in a lot of the other pictures, so I feel like yeah. she was added in later on. I think she was like... a lot. Yeah, I think she was a- added in in the mid two thousands. Wow, it was a different <laughs> time. <laughs> Didn't you say that was in the two thousands? <laughs> it was a different time, Australian TV back then. <laughs> ah, that Very different. Chris Lilly had a career. It's a. I can't disagree that it was a time that isn't the time that we are in now <laughs> we have to review a hooly dooly episode <laughs> we're not reviewing that's... the hooly doolies that's absolutely oh i'm just remembering the koala it's like a bright purple <laughs> yeah, koala with this disturbing nose and just dead eyes yeah, it's horrifying looking <laughs> god people also search for the wiggles high five Don Spencer, Greg Page. Oh, yeah. God, High Five. Remember High Five? What a show. Yeah. Oh, I remember High Five. High Five was one of my jams. High Five's another great Australian one. Did you ever watch The Bambaloo Tree? Yeah, I did watch this show. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, the I recognized the intro. There's the two mice. It was kind of like a big bear in the big blue house, but it was in a tree house and there was a human. Yeah, but I loved the big blue bear. That was my jam. Yeah, well, that is a Jim Henson as well. Anyway, are we ready to do the intro? Yeah. I think this was a good Muppet movie. Uh, it's yeah. a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I, I was... I, every time something good happened, I was surprised. <laughs> I don't Why? know if you ever felt this during the movie. No, but when there was like a, a moment where something could go wrong, mm. but it went positive, it's like a very trope thing that most movies now make fun of. Ah, uh, I get you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, whenever, like, the movie producer's son calls up Kermit, this is spoilers for later on, and Kermit goes there and he meets the son and he's like, oh, I want to produce you. And then the dad comes around and the dad like, what's going on here? And then the guy's like, oh, dad, you remember that promise you made to me about doing my own show uh, one time? Well, this is it. This is what I want to do. And the dad's like, yep, nope, I'm totally on board. Mm. And I'm like, oh, right. Yes, this is a kid's film, which is positive. Because I'm expecting him to go, nope, you're going to have to do it on your own. Yeah, right. Because in every tropes, these like things that are about to happen, it's like, oh. But it's all, it, it, it was very positive. Mm. And a lot of media nowadays isn't. Yeah, the Muppets are just, they're just pure wholesome. They're all wholesome. Yeah, there were several moments. I, I should have made note of which, but that was one of them where I was like, alright, so the dad's going to snub them, they're going to have to do it anyway, secretly, or something, and then just, nope, the dad's like, cool, this yeah. is what you want to do? I'm down. Yeah, that's good. They're very, um, 
the thing that always surprises me about going back to these movies, particularly the, the first two, because this is technically mm. the third one, uh, yep. the final in this original trilogy that, that Jim Henson was involved in, they are so meta. They make so many meta jokes, it's ridiculous. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By this point, they're like, you've seen the freaking Muppets. You know the yeah. Muppets. These are the jokes. One of the best recurring jokes, I think, is in the second one, The Great Muppet Caper, where Kermit and Fozzie are meant to be identical twins, and it's just this stupid running joke that goes throughout the entire movie. (laughs) It's so good. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't remember that at all. That sounds amazing. So yes, I need to watch that. I remember the first movie. Oh, the first one's a classic. Uh, I I saw it when I was ten, so I have no idea what the movie's like now. Oh, it's great. I saw it um last year because our friend Rob Lloyd did a fortieth anniversary special for it, I think, and so nice. I watched it for that. And yeah, it's great. It still holds up. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think if I recall correctly, the first movie's better than this movie, mm. but this movie's still very good. The first movie has the best songs out of all three. Mm. The um this the story I think is better in the other two films though. Right. Yeah. yeah the story yeah. in the first one is it's a road trip and then they slowly meet all the characters. Um... And also there's this guy chasing Kermit for his frog legs, <laughs> which is funny. But yeah, that's true because they have to introduce all the characters in the first one. So it might not be as good as ever. Yeah. I don't know. I love the Muppets. It's the Muppets. They're, They're there. They sing some songs. There's some comedy. It's a fun old time. It's a fun time. You know what wasn't a fun time, though? Your other option for this week. Whoa. Um, the Last Starfighter also came out this week in 1984. It's about a teenager who is playing a video game, and then he gets recruited to join a space war in space. Woo. Alongside Tron. One of the first mm. movies to have scenes entirely made out of CGI. Oh. And you said it was bad. So I watched it. Mm-hmm. And, okay, it's not bad. <laughs> but uh-huh. it's definitely an oldie. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. The visuals are good, but they're PlayStation 2 graphics. So, so mm. it's impressive thinking that it's in 1984 you're like wow it's like it's ahead of its time it looks really good but also every time you go from elaborate real world sets to just these very plain and flat space battles it's a little bit jarring but it's not too bad Mm. um the acting's good there's this storyline where because the main guy gets taken to the space battle there's like this replicant robot left Mm. on earth that has to do all his human things and that was very funny all the stories mm. with that. But yeah, it's just a Star Wars ripoff with Star mm. Trek terminology and also an alien that just looks like a giant chocolate egg. So, yep. yeah, not good, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I, as I said, I have very vague mixed memories of this movie. Pretty sure it was bad. It's definitely an oldie. If I were, if I, if I were to rate it, and quite frankly I will, Oof. it's an oldie. All right. Laying, laying down the law here. Call me the sheriff of podcast town. I will have no, absolutely not. Moving it's, on it's from that. Fair enough. Yikes. It's a stupid name. All right, this was released <laughs> July thirteenth. It is directed by Frank Oz, who you know, on. known for playing Yoda. He also plays Miss Piggy, Fuzzy Bear, Animal, bunch of other smaller roles as well. <laughs> what a talented fella. He is talented. He has a range. He's directing movies. Mm. He's just doing it all. Miss Piggy and Fozzie Bear are the two aspects of Yoda separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the gravelness of his voice, 
that's Fozzie Bear. The pitch is Piggy. Mm-hmm. Combine them, you got Yoda. Take them apart, you got these two characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's the range. That's 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 the range. That is the range. There's the middle, which is Yoda. Yeah. There's the left, which is Piggy, and the right, which is Fozzie. He's good. He's real good. Uh, Jim Henson is, of course, in this, who created everything. He plays Kermit, he plays Rolf, he plays Dr. Teeth, and the Swedish Chef. I don't know if he's in the costume for the Swedish Chef, though. I don't know if it's his hands. Mm. This is his last ever Muppet movie before his death, which is quite sad, but, you know, he's great Mm. in this, obviously. And then other voices, we're skipping over a lot, but Jerry Nelson plays Scooter, Richard Hunt's Gonzo and Steve Whitmire is Rizzo the rat. Is he sexist? Yes. To be fair, he's supposed to be because he's a rat. There's supposed to be actual disgusting. So it's funnily enough more uh, appropriate. I think, so, I think so. I'm hesitant to say that. I don't know. Sexism. It's appropriate. It's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the Muppets. It's so weird because the other two hold up so well, but then in this one, there's just this rat. I mean, the rat's not supposed to be good, except then they invite him later. They shouldn't hang out with those rats. Yeah, they those shouldn't rats hang out. Oh, the other rats look alright. It's just it's just Rizzo. One of them is clearly disease. Uh... I don't want to get into the rats, but one of them is like sneezing all the time. I don't want that near my food, yeah. cooking in the kitchen. And then there's the the nerdy rat who explodes with jizz at some point. What a cameo as well. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a random cameo as well, which is extra funny. Uh, for the human cast, Louis Zorich is Pete of Pete's Diner. He he owns the diner. He was in a popular sitcom called Mad About You, and he's real good in this. He's real funny. I like him a lot. I like him. I like him working with the bloody Muppets. <laughs> yeah. Um, and peoples as peoples. Peoples peoples, you know? She'll get to. He's great. I love him. He's so good. Also a big fan of Juliana Donald as his daughter, Jenny. She hasn't done too many leading roles, but she's been in episodes of, like, X-Files and Star Trek and Babylon 5 and she all that. She has the... one of those faces, which I think I've seen in everything. I think she's a Borg in Next Gen. I wonder if she plays the Queen Borg. Maybe? Or just a... Oh, no. I think she plays uh, not a, a Borg, but a cyborg. Oh, like a robot. Actually, I think you're right. Speaking of Star Trek Next Gen, though, Dr. Beverly Crusher is also in this. Mm. That actress is obviously Gates McFadden. She plays a bunch of secretaries. She's just every secretary in this movie, I think, yeah, she plays. It, oh, yeah, that was a great. I love <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> oh, it's the same person, but in makeup. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's also some cameos from famous comedian Joan Rivers. There's a director, John Landis, is in this. The mayor mm. of New York at the time plays himself for one scene. <laughs> it's great. The cameos yeah. are just great. Uh, there's tap dancer Gregory Hines. He's the guy on Rollerblades. Oh, I loved him. He was great. He's I loved really him coming in and be like, Damn, did you cheat on her? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot. Yeah, you were spying on him. <laughs> it's such a good cameo. And then, as you mentioned, Brooke Shields makes a rat come. Um, yep. That's in this movie. I don't think she makes it. I think that's on the rat's fault, really. I think that is on the rat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put that on her. But that rat was very excitable. Uh, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes audience score of... 76. Everyone loved it. I think some people were criticizing the plot. Oh, there was, there was, oh, oh, Sandra, wait till you get the reviews. You're dead wrong. 
the worst movie some people have ever seen in their life. Serious? Oh man, they're wrong. They're yep, all wrong. They're, 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 there was uh, there was a lot of positive reviews, and then some that just didn't like the Muppets. Well, okay, well that's fair. Why are you watching it? <laughs> <laughs> because. They are movie reviewers, and they have to review the movie, so we get the raving reviews, so we can do it in our podcast, Sandro. That's fair enough. Uh, this cost $8 million. What do you think it made? $8 million. That's not very much. Nah. I mean, that's a bit more, like, you'd, like, double that for nowadays, so... Yeah. It's still not, still not that much. I think um, the recent Muppet movies have cost, like, 60, 70 million? Yeah, like, like very high. at least, so... Yeah. That's still, that's like less than a quarter if you get inflation or whatever, you know, slam that inflation. Like, even if you double it again, yep. it's only 32 million, yeah. which is half of that. Not much so, at all. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to earn around that much, like 60, 60 mil. Uh, it's a bit less than that. Ooh, 50? Um, you know what? Hmm? 35. Oh, you are 10 off, 10 lower, 25. 25. Okay, well, it still made its money back. It made its money back. It's hard to tell, because the Muppet movie did really well. Great Muppet Caper didn't do as well. And then I think hmm. this also fell off a little bit from that one. So hmm. maybe people weren't interested in... Mu the other thing is, the comedy in this, I think, is more appealing to older people. Whereas the Muppetness and the story is more for younger people. So, yeah, I don't know. Either way, it's great. And I love this as a kid, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Should we go through the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got the opening song and, very important, the font, Sandro. The font's what good. What do you think? It's good font. I like the the classic Muppet font of the mix of cursive and non-cursive. This one had a bit of red in it, you know. Yeah, it's it very gone. nice. It's a classic Muppet font of just like when you mix cursive and non-cursive, you get like a, a sort of silly looking but also serious at times, you know. Mm. That sort of thing. It's a, it's a classic, classic Muppets. And the music's good. Together again, which... Uh, it's a good one. Which comes back later on. Yeah, it's, it's good. a good one. I, I love that song. Yeah. Uh, I loved all the songs in this movie. I They're think. all pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, there is the Muppet Babies one, which I love, but I'm interested to see what you think. Oh, of it. no, that was the best one. Okay, good. That was so funny. Like, they spent money <laughs> on making a set and puppets for this one song bit. One ridiculous Muppet Baby song. Absolutely. Which I think spun off into a Muppet Babies TV show. I'm pretty sure oh, it's a Muppet have. Babies yeah, show. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because they got to use those puppets again. And, like, that was uh, that was quite a few of the uh, audience reviews' favourite bits. Mm. Like, I was reading those. So there you go. It, it is a funny bit. It's very funny. So what happens? Kermit, he's in college. Well, all the Muppets are in college. <laughs> Yeah, they all graduate college. Yeah, it's very funny. And Kermit has written this musical called Manhattan Melodies, which is about a frog and a pig go to New York and get married. Which has nothing to do with our main characters. Absolutely, it just so nothing. happens to involve a frog and a pig getting married in Manhattan. Yeah, which I thought was a bit on the nose. Mm. The pig nose that it was. <laughs> the snout. The, the snout, as it yes. were. Yes, quite. So many pig um, puns in this movie. I love it. Because because Kermit, um, 
as we know, doesn't have a nose or a mustache. He doesn't have a mustache. That's the one joke I remembered from like when I was really young was how funny it, it is that Kermit tries to grow a mustache. <laughs> it's just nothing. It just he, can't, he stops shaving and nothing happens. I used to love that joke when I was like five, but I still love it. It's a good joke. <laughs> yeah. And I also love it now. Yeah. Mm. I love how Animal is just chasing women around. I forgot that he does that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is an animal. He is an animal. He's still less sexist than the freaking rat. Yeah. Well, I mean, he can only say one word, so... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine if Animal could talk. Hey, baby! (laughs) It would be like the movie Bad Santa, except it's Animal. (laughs) (laughs) Would you watch that? Oh, absolutely. An M.A. (laughs) Animal? Absolutely. It's got to be better than the other M.A. Muppet movie, the R-rated one. Or Happy the Time Murders, yeah, that oh, was Happy bad. Time Murders. We saw that so together, bad. didn't we? Yeah, we saw that together. I remember yeah. that. You dragged me along to watch that godforsaken movie. There, there was some funny parts. Oh, it was funny in parts, yeah. It was also bad in parts. I think it was just, like, the human aspect. Yeah. Like, nothing wrong with the lead actor, but it was just like, I wanted puppets, and then there were humans, but I guess that's the point. It was weird. That movie also features a bunch of puppets coming. <laughs> yes. No, that one actively features <laughs> puppets coming. <laughs> this one, it just has a rat going, and then tipping over. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is a, yep. Oh, boy. The other one featured a Muppet porno. Oh, yeah, it did. With a cow, and the cow milk just going everywhere. <laughs> that was... I don't know. I can't remember the reaction in the theatre when we saw... Were we the only people? We might have been. I think there was, like, us and one other person. Yeah. Was the other person over the age of 60? Probably. <laughs> I, I I think they were over the age of 30, that's for sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was fun funny. times. It was definitely funny. I don't think it was good, but it was very funny. Um, They uh, decide to take Kermit's show to Broadway, so they head off to New York. I love the quote... They're all walking around saying different things and Kermit is there, buried in the mix, and he's saying, wow, we've made it. We're really here. There's so many New Yorkers. Look at them all. Yep. <laughs> just stuff like that. It's excellent. Uh, I like it because they're in the airport, I think, and there's just a picture of the city on the wall and it's like zooming in like, oh, that's where they are, and then it zooms out and it's just a picture of New York. <laughs> Classic. Classic jokes. Haha, got them. They go and see this talent agent called... Mr. Price, and they pitch mm. him the musical, and Kermit says, it's about it's about life in the big city. And Mr. Price says, oh, right. So it's about cops and shooting, that sort of stuff. It's great. And then they're like, uh, uh no, not, no shooting, no. Uh, so he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get you on, we'll get you on, and they're like, oh, yeah, you gotta read the script, and he's like, no, 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 I won't read the script. Uh, that'll be fixed in post, you know, it's mm. all all good. Uh, I'm just going to need $300 from each of you yeah. and we can get this thing on the road within a week, you know? And they're, mm. they're like, $300 each? And he's like, what? That's very standard. Uh, of and of course, they're, they're straight out of college mm. and um, they're also Muppets and they're broke. Broke as heck. And they don't have any money. So they're like, no, nah, we can't pay you. And thankfully, in the nick of time, police rock up. And I'm like, hey, man. You're a con man. Get over here. We want to arrest you. Get over here, man. What are you doing, you con man? 
And it's like, ah, oh, he was being so helpful. So this was the moment because he was being super helpful. He was like, yep, the show sounds great. I'm going to get it made. We're going to get it done. I'm like, wow, this is first thing they do is meet a guy who's willing to help them. Wow, that was yeah. surprisingly positive. Ah, oh, he's a con artist. Con artist. Um, and so um, instead of getting taken by the cops, he won't be taken. And so he grabs a chicken. Yeah, he grabs Gonzo and the chicken. Is the, I, I can't remember the chicken's name either. Is it Matilda? The chicken's name is important, but I can't remember. I don't remember it. And uh, he grabs the chicken. And he's like, I'll choke the chicken. I'll choke the chicken. <laughs> and then one of the cops is like, is that a threat? <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good adult humor thrown into a kid's movie. Yeah, I love yeah. it when they do that. The chicken almost um, bites his ear off as well. The chicken's got a firm grip on his yeah, ear. Yeah, yeah. In the chase yeah. that ensues, it's good. Um, uh, Gonzo's nose nearly gets pulled off or whatever. But anyway, yeah, that's every second day for Gonzo. Though, yeah, that's it? true. That's true. Gonzo has to give mouth to beat <laughs> give to, the chicken. to the chicken, and and says mid doing it, uh, she's fine, but I think we're engaged. <laughs> Yeah. How? What? Okay, because Gonzo. because when you kiss someone, Zach, uh-huh. you become engaged. Uh-huh. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, but apparently that's how Gonzo thinks relationships work. <laughs> well, he is an alien. So. That is true. Or a turkey? I don't know. The thing is, the Muppet movies are the Muppets mm-hmm. playing versions of themselves. So it's the Muppets from the Muppet Show playing themselves yes. in the movies. Yes. That's what the Muppet movies are. So Muppets in Space must yep. be them playing themselves in a movie where they're from space. So me- 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 maybe Gonzo isn't an alien. Maybe he's a turkey. Maybe he is just a turkey. <laughs> or or it's a, his life story. Who knows? You know what? Maybe Gonzo's just a purple nose thing. Yeah. He is good, though. He's a great character. Oh, he's great. He's, oh. a, he's, a, he's a real good bloke. That gonzo boy. Yeah. Uh, the con man, he gets arrested. We then get a montage of them going from place to place and getting rejected with this song called You Can't Take, Take No, no from, from an Answer. answer. Which, yep. look, for the uh-huh. context of this scene, mm-hmm. makes sense. But also, it was a very different time. <laughs> I think that's a thing we should apply to everyday life. But yeah, I thought it was a fine song because they're like, "Oh, we can't take no for an answer. Got to get, got to get some work." Yeah. Obviously, it's amusing if you take it out of context. But eventually, they find no one to help them. Mm. Uh, but they are broke. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all pretty much giving up. But they they find this uh, nice little restaurant. Yeah. To go have some some soup. They go in and so someone says, "Hey, that waiter's a rat." <laughs> it's not a wrong observation. It's true the observation. Has a rat as a waiter. Yeah, waiter rat is like, oh, you can't be sexist to me. You can't be racist to me. Everyone treats me like crap because I'm a rat. And then they're like, oh yeah, we don't have any money. And you're like, well, I don't care. See you later. Yeah. And then I think yeah. Fuzzy says, oh, what a rat. <laughs> yeah. And then Fuzzy's like, oh, what a rat. So good. Waka Waka. He doesn't say Waka Waka as much in this as you think he would. No, no. But they they don't overuse it. He does does say it. It's like fine cheese. It's the perfect amount. In the the mail, (laughs) he says Waka Waka. I've got that quote later. It's so funny. (laughs) 
as like an inside joke. Yeah, I think it's something along the lines of, hey, Kermy, waka waka, <laughs> nah, but for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is such a real dumb quote. <laughs> Uh, like a real dumb thing that someone would write. It's very good. I yeah. Love it. Uh, Kermit meets Jenny at the restaurant as well. They really hit it off. She's uh, she's trying to get into a uh, clothing design mm. college. Yeah. And Miss Piggy sees them talking and she's like, I'm a jealous piggy. Uh, the Muppets, as you mentioned, they all go their separate ways. They all get their own jobs. We get the goodbye song. It's a real nice song. It's very sweet. Yeah, it's kind of sad because they 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 break up because they're not finding any work. So they got to go find work on their own. Mm. Do a bit of do a bit of work. And we'll catch up with them all throughout the movie. It's quite nice. Yeah, but the goodbye song's really good. It is a good song. And then it ends with Kermit going, "No, that's it. I'm getting my friends back." He yells it off a building. I think. I think it's Empire anyway. State. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Spider Man's there and is like, "Good on ya. Good on ya, you frog. Muppet frog thing." Anyway, gotta gotta go swing between cranes that are, that are <laughs> perfectly me. lined up. Yes. <laughs> and by the way, for frog, don't do any bad things. Because if you do, you you're perfect for my rogues gallery. Like you would fit in there yeah, perfectly. Yeah, yeah. You kind of kind of fit into that slot. I've got lizards, I've got spider goops, yeah. octopuses, need a frog. Need a frog. <laughs> Eagles. Rhinos. Scorpions. Yeah, there's a scorpion. So he's got a lot of animal kingdom. No frogs though. So well there is it. Toad. Toad from the X Men. Yeah, but that's X that's oh yeah, I guess that's Marvel. Yeah, they could fight. He's not really a Spider Man villain though. No. He's also not a good villain. <laughs> I think he's the best villain. He's good in the movies, actually. I like him a lot. Do you know what happens when lightning hits a frog? Oh, I forgot about that. the same thing that happens to everything. Kaboosh! Oh, that so movie. I remember that. It's a good movie, I think. It's good. Yeah. It's a good time. Here is a classic Muppets joke. I hope you're ready, because mm-hmm. Rizzo, he's going to quit. He's like, there's no other rats here. Unless you hire mm-hmm. my friend rats, I'm quitting. So, Pete, he's like, all right, I'll hire all your friend rats. But that better mm. be it. What's next? Penguins? We got frogs. We got rats. Everyone's trying to get jobs. What's next? Penguins? Then a bunch of penguins show up and are like, Ah, oh, you don't want us? Fine. We'll go somewhere else. <laughs> hey, you got any jobs? And they're like, No! <laughs> That's so good. And the penguins are like, Well, sorry for living. Yeah. yeah. But as you mentioned, yeah, um, Kermit, he gets a job at the, at the diner, which is nice of him. Yeah. He also, um... And this is some of my favourite stuff in the movie. He has a three-part plan to get his friends back, and they all involve going undercover. Mm. So the first one, he goes as undercover as this theatrical agent, and he kind of talks like this, Hey there, sweetheart, how's it going? I'm a frog. I'm here. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you all about the greatest show in the world. I'm a frog. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Because he, he dresses up. He's got an afro. <laughs> Yeah. And and the secretary uh, wants to, uh, the same actor, by the way. Oh, yeah, from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, She goes, beep, boop, boop. Uh, Sir, there's a frog with an afro <laughs> coming to, to talk with you. Yeah, he gives this agent the script, and the agent just immediately puts it in the bin, which is a shame. But that scene's great, because mm. uh, just Kermit. It's very funny. 
but while Kermit is going undercover, someone else is also going undercover. It's it's a, a, a random individual, some random pig that we could possibly never know what character it is, <laughs> because they're wearing sunglasses and a hat. Yeah. But uh, this 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 piggy, she's she's stalking our froggy friend, not liking when. Uh, when Mr. Frog is hanging out with a, another female human being. Yeah. Because jealousy is a funny trait. Not liking when they're hugging in a park, Miss Piggy's like, oh, I'm going to bend some steel bars. Yep. Not liking it at all. I, I, I liked, I liked the, there's a whole bunch of workers there catcalling Miss Piggy till she bends a bar in half and then smacks it onto a metal drum and like bends the drum in. And they're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should mess with Miss Piggy. She's great. I shouldn't. She's so great. I love the moment as well. She goes because she's working at a perfume counter alongside famous celebrity cameo Joan Rivers. And there's a quote where <laughs> Piggy is like, I think my frog turned on me. And Joan Rivers says, Oh, yeah, I had some pretty bad tuna myself. It's a good joke. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. It's a classic one. And then there's this whole scene where they're just doing, like, makeup, and it feels like a sketch from the original show, because it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's very dumb. Why did they start doing that? I don't even know. <laughs> they just... She starts patting Miss Piggy with makeup continuously, and they're pouring with laughter the whole time. <laughs> and everyone in the shop is just staring at them. Just staring at them, yeah, because they're laughing like crazy people. Yeah. And then um, she's now covered in makeup, looking just bizarre. Mm. They're laughing their heads off, and then the manager's like, hey, you're fired. Because, of course, she was half an hour late, followed up by this commotion. Exactly. And then they just keep laughing hysterically. Yeah. And it was kind of terrifying. It was a little bit. It was a little bit disturbing. But yeah. But also very funny. It was. It was very it was very stupid. I loved it. I love the rat scat song where all the rats are in the kitchen and they're scatting. Mm-hmm. So good. And they're doing the, the they're like humming along, chopping yeah. away. One's literally sawing a piece of butter. One's <laughs> sawing. I liked that. Instead of having like a knife and cutting it off, no. Butter is quite large for him, so he has to get an actual saw to saw into the butter and stuff like that. I love uh, one of them is uh, using them as skates on the frying Mm. pan. Oh, yeah, the butter. He's skating around on a frying pan. That's that's clever. That's good. good. I liked the one that was not doing anything at all helpful in the kitchen, just sitting in the pots and pans (laughs) on the ceiling, banging out a beat. Exactly. He's been paid to do that. They're loving their work. They're New Yorkers. Um, And yeah, Kermit is chroming a mustache for phase two of his plan. And, And while he's doing that, he gets a bunch of letters from all the various... Muppets updates on what they're doing. So we'll go through them right now. Scooter, working at a 3D cinema hmm. alongside the Swedish chef, who's the popcorn guy. He's got some popcorn and he's like, Broody, 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 3D, woody, corn popping in your face, 3D, dude, I love the I love the quote though. Corn popping in your face, it's 3D. And Scooter goes, That is not how 3D works. <laughs> yep. That is, uh, not at all how that works. No. Which is a fair statement to say because that is not at all how that works. <laughs> not 3D. The fish guy, I always forget his name, but the throwy fish guy who looks like Shakespeare, he's there yeah. as well. What is his 
thing. I think I remember him in the show. He just throws fish. Hmm. I don't remember him ever being a favourite of anyone, but he's in all the movies. So, hmm. yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, no. Uh, he's, yeah, he's a weird character that's definitely there. I don't know why, though. Well, he throws fish yeah, at yeah. the screen. It's it's when the, the part where the fish attack in the movie, he throws fish at the crowd. Yeah, so it's and the 3D. And the people freak out because the evil killer fish. And then they all clap as well. They're like, "Woo, 3D! I mean, yeah, because that's, that's great 3D. Fish thrown at you, except I didn't pay 20 bucks to go get fish thrown at me. That's two movies in a row with 3D in them. Yeah, well, making fun of 3D is quite easy because it's complete garbage. Uh, Fozzie's hibernating. We mentioned the quote before. Dear crewman, waka waka, but seriously. Uh, which is great. And Electric mm. Mayhem are playing, uh, are playing some concerts for old people at their dance nights. It, uh, that one seemed like the best job out of all of them. They genuinely seem to be having a good time. Yeah. Um. I think Animal's a little... I was going to say on edge, but Animal's always on edge. He was a little bit yeah, upset. like, when is he not on edge? <laughs> yeah. So it's not exactly shocking. But, like, you know, they're jamming along, they're playing their tunes, that's what they do, and then there's this whole bunch of old people yeah. dancing around having a good time. It, look, that looks like a good time. It's good. It's fun. It is good. I also like how Kermit's like, oh, there's no letter here from Miss Piggy, and then you cut to the window across the street. There's just a bunch of binoculars. Yeah. Staring at him. It's great. It's, it's really good. Anyway, he does uh, phase two of the plan with the mustache and a fancy coat and hat. What's the plan, Zach? It's a very, it's a good plan. Oh, it's a great plan. So you get these rats, you see. Mm. You see these rats? I see them. They're, they can be useful. So what you get, you get the, the ratty boys mm. and you tell them to sneak under the tables of this restaurant, you see. Yeah, all right. Meanwhile, you've made a reservation earlier mm. and you dress up. Oh, he has a couple of rats under the, the cloak to get them into the restaurant. Yeah, that's right. So he, you dress up in a big overcoat and a mustache to look really important. Mm. And then you go into the the restaurant and say, Oh, yes, I have a reservation. Um, <laughs> and you look all important. Uh, you go sit down. You replace one of the pictures on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> with yes. one of yourself he does do that and then he sits directly underneath it you get the rats which are now underneath the tables and you get them to like whisper you go hey isn't that isn't that Kermit isn't that Kermit the, the producer the famous producer with lots of money mm. he's a person yeah and then other people are going to be like ooh hey isn't that that important important person yeah, I, I, important thing. I, think, I think there's a flaw in this plan. Uh, what could possibly... I, I think this plan's pretty good. What if the rats What if the rats get hungry? What do you mean? They pop out under the table and then try to eat some of the food on top of the table. Why would they do that? Because, and I'm not trying to, you know, be mean here, but they are rats. Well, you're right, because everything goes terribly wrong as the rats, for some godforsaken reason, decide to ruin the plan by going up and just... Grabbing, grabbing on them, uh, them food, mm. and all the customers are like, "Ah, there's some rats!" And everyone freaks out. Everyone freaks out, and they all get thrown out. It's very sad. And Kermit's yeah. like, "No, I don't know what to do." Oh man, I 
How about we go for a jog? And then Miss Piri's like, oh, no, not jogging. <laughs> That's her one weakness. She tries to keep up with them. But, but she can't. So what she's... does she do? She steals that tap dancer dude, Gregory Hines. She steals his rollerblade. Well, I guess he, she borrows them. She doesn't steal them. Mm. That's a bit mean on her, actually. Yeah, she asks, and he gives them. The weirdest thing is he gives this random person the, his rollerblades. Yeah. Like, he has no idea if he's going to get those back. Mm. I feel like that's a that's a bad call on his part. It is pretty mm. bad. But, I don't know, I think you can trust Miss Piggy. Mm. She's got a trustful face. Uh, she does. She, and, like, I mean, if you don't, she's going to bend you in half. So you better. <laughs> that as well. She's a very unstable pig. <laughs> She can bend steel beams. Your body is not as strong as steel beams. No. She will snap you in half like a like a twig. Or oh, maybe that's the movie. Miss Piggy goes on a rampage. Like Kermit breaks up with her, and then she's just she's pissed. So she just just yep. just, just just goes around breaking people. An animal is sent to go and take her down. Oh damn! All right, that's the movie. But then. Kermit's like, no, don't, don't kill Piggy. I love, I love me some Piggy. And then, um, <laughs> but at the end, Kermit t- takes up too much time trying to decide if he wants her or not. Yeah. And then she kills Kermit, yeah. snaps him in half, and then Animal has to kill her. Ugh, that's it. Um, and then the the ending credit scene mm. is just uh, a, a Animal eating um, some pork chop and frog's legs. <laughs> it's like. Delicious. It's a very dark movie. <laughs> Absolutely. So Piggy's got the skates. She's skating after Kermit. And uh, what happens? Her purse gets stolen as well. So she's she's got to chase down the guy that stole her purse. And yeah. Is that when Kermit sees her and he's like, oh, Piggy. So he goes to try and help what her out. What the frick is Piggy doing here? Yeah, what? What's happening? And mm. then uh, they reunite. And she's like... I don't like Jenny. And Kermit's like, we're just friends. And then Piggy says, but you gave Jenny the huggies. And then Gregory Hines comes up and is like, the huggies? You gave Jenny the huggies? Oh. <laughs> oh, not the huggies. And then and then he's like, oh, but you were, you were following me. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You were following him. <laughs> yeah, Kermit says, uh... Friends don't spy, and Piggy responds with, I spy because I care. <laughs> Which is a great line. And then I guess um, they make up. Yeah, yeah, And the Muppet Babies song happens. Oh, and the Muppet Babies... That is a great song, I'll have to say. It's a great song. It's it's super bizarre and out of nowhere. Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. And the the puppets themselves They're so disturbing. They're they're disturbing but also really good. I love I love the little puppet, like the little Miss Piggy. Yeah. Kermit looks very weird. Mm. The the fuzzy, the tiny fuzzy. Oh yeah. Was amazing. Tiny Gonzo is probably the one that looked the strangest, I thought. Just because like the colour was completely different. I liked how all of the puppets in the background of this song are going, Mama Gaga, Poo Poo Chihuahua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the best. Ba- yeah, because they're babies. They can't sing anything else. No. And what is what is Piggy singing? She's like, I'm going to be a movie star. I'm going to be a veterinarian. I'm going to practice brain surgery on your brain or something. Yeah, she does. It's a super like adult song for this tiny baby to be singing. She's like. <laughs> 
we're going to get married. We're going to have kids because I want to be a mama. And then... <laughs> um, and then... But then I also want you to have time off so you can hang with the kids or something. It's, it's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's such, it's, it's such bizarre. a strange scene. I don't know who came up with it. Like, it's so... <laughs> it's, it's like a fever... It's a fever dream. It is. But it's great. Oh, it's so weird. But yeah, it's it's amazing. I also love how it ends and you cut to Piggy, like, daydreaming, sucking on her thumb like she's a baby. Yeah, yeah, like, like thinking about the, the babies. Yeah, it's good. And then Kermit's like, oh, the ride's ended. Yeah. And then I, I guess she also starts working as a waitress at, at Pete's diner. Yeah, yeah, it cuts to them in the diner. Pete, Miss Piggy's already in a uniform, so it's presumed that she mm. just starts working. And one of their customers is Brooke Shields. One of the rats comes up. <laughs> How do you feel about interspecies dating? Well, I've uh, gone out with a couple of rats before, if that's what you mean. <sighs> <laughs> that is the scene. That is the entire scene. And then you see him jizz his pants at the thought of banging this woman. That is the... That, that, that's her cameo. That is <laughs> that's Brooke Shields in this movie. It was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. Anyway, some more letters from the rest of the Muppets. What are they up to? Gonzo's the stuntman. No surprises oh, yeah. there. Uh, but also not a very good one. I love the scene with Rolf, though, because Rolf is a vet. He's working at this veterinarian, and this fancy guy comes in. Oh, yes. This is a, a much longer scene just for his bit, but it's a great bit. So Ralph, the dog, yeah. is working at a pound. Yeah, that's it, a pound. Which is, a, which is amazing because he's a dog Yes, working at a pound. It's a funny one. It's a good joke. But then gets even better. Because this older guy, and he's quite a fancy guy. A fancy high-born fellow. With his manservant. He looks like he could be played by Kelsey Grammer. You know, he's quite up there. He's quite rich. And he brings in his little dog. And he's like, did you get the the letter? Mm. Or the the telegram? Telegram. Of me trying to book a spot for my dog Schnookums. Schnookums is here. Oh, little snooker, wooker, 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 my little snooker. You're a good doggy, woggy, woggy, little snooker. You're a good little doggy. That's a good little snooker. It goes on forever, but it's so good. Yeah, it's, so it's very funny. funny. Uh, so he books the dog in, and he's like, the dog has to have special treatment. He's like, yeah, we'll take good care of her. And he's like, him. Snookism is a him. Come on. Yeah. He's like, oh, of course, of course, sir. And he's like, you got toys? And he's like, yeah, what what kind of toys? Which is a fair question to ask. And he's like, dog toys, you idiot, <laughs> stupid dog. There's something along the lines of, do you have a rubber Washington Times? Because my dog doesn't like rubber New York Times or something. Yeah, <laughs> Some and then Ralph joke. is like, don't we all? And then um, the owner leaves, and all the other dogs just start making fun of schnookums, because all the other dogs are Muppets as well. Yep. And they're like, ah, ha ha, Schnookums, what a stupid dog, what a stupid name, ha ha, you're a loser. Schnookums is just sad. I like um, how the guy leaves and he's like, all right, stay, stay, and this is for both of them. <laughs> yeah, he does it to Ralph as well. And Ralph, like, has never felt more humiliated in his life being treated like that, you know? <laughs> 
good time. Ralph is just one of my favorites, I think. He always has been. He's just a... He's like a nihilistic dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's into jazz and all of this stuff. He's just... Oh, he's great. He's great. And the final letter that Kermit reads is a letter asking him to go meet a big-time producer. Mm. I love the moment, though, where Kermit, he gets this letter, and I think Piggy or someone is like, ah, oh, yes, you've got to go meet the guy. You're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. And then a cop walks in and kind of blocks the doorway, and Kermit's going to squeeze past him. Oh, yeah. So Kermit does that while saying, sorry, but I have to run out and get a contract so I can go out there and kill him. And the cop's like... Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. He gets this big producer letter, and he's like, oh, I've got to go talk to this producer. So he goes to the producer, and then the uh, producer, he knocks on the producer's door, but then the producer comes around the corner, or what he says is the producer, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm the producer. Is this young lad. Yeah, quite young. young fella. And he's like, oh, let's not go in my office. Let's come over here. Let me talk to you. And then he explains, I'm not... I'm not actually. So this was another bit where I thought he was going to be, Kermit was going to be led on for the whole movie. Yeah, right. But immediately the guy's like, I'm the producer's son, but I, I wrote the letter in his name. And mm. I'm saying, I want to produce you and your gang. I'm going to get my dad to help. It's going to be a good time. So then dad walks up and dad's like, rah, 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 I'm a famous producer. Rah, 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 rah. There's a quote and, here that I've got. Yeah. Where the oh, yeah. son is like, dad, I told you, I want to produce something. I want to do something that's a little different. Well, then how about you put some jello down your pants? That's a bit different, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. And he, when he meets the dad, it's like, Dad, Dad, I have something important to tell you. And he's like, if you two are dating, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. But then he explains his plan and the dad's like, yep, cool. I'll help you out. You get these boys going because it has to be within the next week or so. Yeah. Like two weeks. Start in two weeks. So Kermit's like, yeah, we could do that. So he's... He's chilling, he's going all home, he's like, boop a doop doop we're going to get the thing, Kermit gets hit by a car. Yeah, he just gets straight up run over. Yeah, in this kid's movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time. He's in the hospital, he's got an amnesia, I can't remember who he is. It's sad stuff. Yeah, 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 it's, uh... It's, in- it's interesting that this kid's film covers being hit by a car. Yeah. And then getting amnesia and starting a second life. The nurse is not very helpful. <laughs> I used to, yeah, the nurse scene is another one that I remember laughing a lot at uh, when I saw this when I was like five. Because she taps his leg and it takes like three, four, <laughs> maybe even five seconds before he responds. And even then it's the yeah. wrong leg that like responds to <laughs> Yes. A classic goof. She's got to twist his arm around <laughs> so you make sure it yeah, all works. Yeah, she just plays with this puppet for yeah. a bit. That's <laughs> good, it's good. But then they, they explain, she tries to explain that he's, they've they've figured out, because Kermit's not wearing any clothes, haha. Very good. That he's part of this nudist colony, and he's this Italian frog guy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know, that doesn't sound right, I don't feel Italian. And then the nurse gives up. Yeah. Immediately, it's like, well, you have amnesia. Looks like you're, you're doomed to start a second life. Yeah. What? I don't want you in charge if I get amnesia. You're not following that up. You're not taking him to the nudist colony. You're not going to go like, hey, this is this guy. You discover he's not that guy. You don't help him try and find, I don't know, his family, his parents, anyone. No. You just, just send him out there. Instead, you go, well... 
You couldn't remember who you are. I give up. Go live a second life now. It may have been Mm -hmm. a different time. (laughs) I'm just saying, she abandons him (laughs) almost immediately. She's not helpful in any way. But that does lead to some very funny circumstances that he gets himself in, which is good. So he goes to this job employment place, but he goes to the wrong floor. He goes to the floor up. Mm. Um, But he meets a bunch bunch of frogs. And the frogs are like, oh, no, sorry, it's the next floor over. Wait, 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 wait. My froggy friend, my fellow froggy friend, we need to know, we need your help. Well, first of all, looking for... we need your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what's your name? What's your name, Sonny? And he's like, he looks around him because he doesn't know his name and he sees a picture on the wall. Yeah. It's a plane and it's got like a refueling thing. It says, fill her up. Uh, he looks at it and he's like, my name's Phil. Filler upper fill. <laughs> yeah. And then the other frogs are like, wow, your name's Phil. What a coincidence. My name is Mill, that there is Gil, and that there is Jill. Wow. What a coincidence. <laughs> what a quad, quadruo. Quad, Amazing. Quadrium. Quad, quad, four people. Yep. And they're all working at an advertising firm. Yeah, so they get them in. They need to know what the common frog thinks. So they, they pull up their ad slogan, because they're an ad agency. And they're like, how does this sound? And then he's like, eh, that sucks. So they're trying to come up with a slogan for Ocean's Breeze Soap. And one of the taglines is, Ocean Breeze Soap. It's just like taking a cruise, except there's no boat and you don't go anywhere. <laughs> just great. And so Kermit is like, how about the tagline just says what it does? And they're like, wow. No one's ever done that before. <laughs> no one's very ever funny. thought of that before. So hmm. he gets uh, and so he gets hired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hire him and they're like, yeah, no, he's a he's a real smarty boy. Mm. We're gonna get this boy. And he does a good job. He does really well in his new life and his new job. He's a successful business frog. Yeah. And meanwhile, rest of the gang try to look for Kermit. They're like, mm. where the heck is this boy gone? A week goes past, it's opening night. They still haven't found him. They're feeling a bit depressed. They're not. They're not happy. I guess. Uh, I guess we got to go tell everyone that we're canceling the show tonight and all that. Meanwhile, mm. Kermit coming around the corner, and he's like, "This restaurant looks good. Pete's Diner. Let's uh, let's go have uh, some lunch here." Mm. So they go uh, sit down, and then Kermit he like he starts tapping a tune while yeah. he's waiting. Starts tapping together again. Classic yep, song. Classic song. And um, I think Fozzie, he picks it up and it's like, oh, that sounds very familiar. And so they look over to the other side of the table and he sees Kermit and he's like, it is Kermit. And they're like, whoa. And uh, obviously Kermit or Phil, I guess we should call him in this state. He obviously has no idea who they are. He's like, who are you guys? So they pick him up. They take him into um, the dressing room at the theatre uh, they're just trying to make him remember nothing's working. So Miss Piggy gets upset. She punches him because he makes a bunch yep. of pig puns. Piggy's like, oh, yeah, you're in love with me. And he's like, ha, in love with a pig? Don't be stupid. Yeah, that really takes the bacon and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, cancel that show! <laughs> and smacks him. <laughs> but luckily... Smack in the head makes him remember again. Exactly. Hey. They go on with the show, but all throughout the movie, something's been missing from the mm. show, Manhattan Melodies, and Kermit hasn't known yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, Kermit's been trying to fix it up, but he doesn't know. And he realises at the end what's missing 
is more frogs, chickens, and rats. Bears and penguins. <laughs> and he just adds all of the random animal muppets they've met along the way into the show. Yeah. Including the rats who are definitely going to cause some trouble. Absolutely. Like, politically. One mm. of them's going to say something racist or sexist. Exactly. It's going to happen. The whole show is just going to get just cancelled. Yeah, absolutely. But J.K. Rowling will agree with them. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then the show goes on. They sing the song, Somebody's Getting Married. The Swedish Chef solo during that song is amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> It's just like it cuts to him, and then he just like, <laughs> like he's just he's yeah. not singing lyrics, it's but he's singing so good because he's he's making the wedding cake. It's great. Yeah, the frog and pig character of the musical that go up to get married, uh, except Gonzo is meant to be playing the minister. Instead, an actual minister shows up, and I guess marries them for real. Yep, they get married. End of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, Kermit's like, I thought that was supposed to be a real... Uh, the, uh, there was supposed to be Gonzo, but now we have this real pasta boy. I guess we are getting married. And then he's like, yeah, sure. Let's get married. <laughs> That's exactly what he says, though. Yeah, all right. Look, mm. why not? Yeah, all right. Why not? I mean, obviously, it's a goodie. It's a very... You know, it's an, it's an enjoyable film. Absolutely. What else could you want? It's got Muppets. It's got people. Yeah, it's got it's got some songs. I mean, what more could you want? It's good for kids. Nothing else. It's at good all. for people who aren't kids. It's good for everyone, unless you don't you don't don't like the Muppets, in which case, don't watch it. Yeah, well, <laughs> some of them are like Muppets. They're just not for me. I think it's the worst out of the three, but it's still in the three, and I think those three and the show are all great. Everything after mm. the show and these three movies kind of goes downhill a little bit. I think there's pockets of really good stuff. Uh, it's definitely yeah. a goodie for me. I don't think it's better than a goodie. I don't think it's there. I think maybe the other two could be, but I don't think this one is just because the plot's a little... I don't know. It's not bad. It's just really simple, yeah. which isn't a problem either. It, it, I, I think it's slightly worse than the other ones, but like, doesn't make it a bad movie in any way, shape, or form. No, no way. It's not like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which is, in my opinion, at least, significantly worse than Raiders and Crusade, even though all three are good. Temple of Doom, it's okay. This mm. is on the same level as the other three. It's just slightly not as great. Yeah, I'm definitely giving it a goodie. I've, I've always loved the Muppets. Muppets are great. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Muppets. Muppets are fantastic. And then, uh... And then this movie, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was just alright. There's not much else to say, really. It's Muppets. If you like the Muppets, you'll like this. If yeah. you don't like the Muppets, you won't like this. It's kind of hard to fault the Muppets, especially when it's by the original crew, because it's like, yeah, it's them just doing what they want to do, and they do it well. It's so good on them. Um, in terms of a sequel, though, there aren't really... Well, there aren't really sequels to any of the Muppet movies. They're all standalone. But after this, they did take eight years off when it came to the films after Jim Henson died and then they came back in 1992 for The Muppets Christmas Carol and Muppets Treasure Island. It was like a series they did where they adapted classic books. I think there's a TV special about Wizard of Oz as well, which is The Muppets Wizard of Oz. Hmm. I don't love those ones. Have you seen them? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. And then of course The Muppets in Space in 1999 and then the semi kind of soft reboot films from the 2010s uh, and 
Zach, I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. the end of the month, brand new Muppet show on Disney Plus called Muppets Now. Oh, really? But what would you do for a sequel? Well, they obviously have to grow up because the audience mm. of the Muppets is like... 80 at this point. Oh, wow. <laughs> we need an adult's Muppets. We're going to make it like Happy Time Murders, but different angle, different angle. And maybe good? Uh, I don't know about that one. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it's it's a modern time Muppets. Mm. Modern time Muppets. you got a society, half people, half Muppets. Same, okay. same as Murder Time, but less uh, horribly depressing. It's, it's all right. You know, there's business Muppets. There's casual muppets there's maybe a hippie muppet maybe that's one of them mm. but they're all that's chilling it's probably like the 1960s or something you know mm. but boom something goes wrong oh no what is it war breaks out oh no <laughs> war breaks out it's got Kermit's great great grandfather. Who is just Kermit. <laughs> or Kermit plays his great grandfather. <laughs> yeah, it's Kermit, yeah. except he has a mustache. Oh, yes, a mustache. Like a big, bushy, bushy mustache. Love that. And you, might, and, and you might have some other characters that make cameos or whatever. Mm. I think, like, so during the movie, the, the movie's about how this war and they need to get the Muppets' help and there's like a secret mission and all this. But. During the movie, one of the cameos is Gonzo, who is just shot, <laughs> shot and like dying on a on a bench or something, and oh, he's no. taken away on a stretcher. That's funny. <laughs> that's that's his cameo. That's good. Um, but it's a very serious, like it's a dark movie. Fuzzy, I think Fuzzy will be the other character. Oh, of course, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kermit and Fuzzy. They're, they're theater boys. Mm-hmm. They want to get into theater, but they're drafted. Mm-hmm. And so they go to war, but it turns out that uh, Kermit, he's a real smart boy. He's a good tactician. And Fuzzy, he's good for morale. Yeah. Waka waka. And together they make a, a good team, but during during that time, uh, Fuzzy Fuzzy dies. <laughs> Fuzzy steps on a landmark. Aww. Yo. This is basically the movie 1917, but uh, with Muppet. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> which, which makes it so much better sounds amazing after this Kermit is obviously uh, Kermit the first is obviously very Kermit the first obviously... he calls himself that as well he knows Absolutely. that in the future there will be more Kermit so he's Kermit yeah, yeah, the yeah. first he doesn't know that yet but the movie does so they call he calls himself Kermit the first so perfect he 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 just starts drinking. He he gets on the bottle. He's a distraught man. He can't be a strategist. Yeah. So they send him on a mission to get revenge, and he's put in an elite squadron. Ooh, some sort of suicide squad. Yes, some sort of suicide squad. There he meets the woman and or pig of his dreams. <laughs> yes. Not Miss Piggy. No. Because the, that would mean later on. Yeah, that wouldn't work well for the gene pool. And they, they, they fall in love, they they blow up an important building or something. At the end, the bad guy's got him at gunpoint, mm. Kermit at gunpoint. Mm. And he points the gun and he's like, Kermit, any last words? And Kermit looks up and he says, Waka Waka. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Boom! Building explodes. Got a couple casting choices. Presidents played by Sam the Eagle. Absolutely. Ah, Swedish Chef's going to be in there somewhere. Swedish Chef is in the mess hall. Yeah, exactly. The army. 
He's just he's there. He's serving troops. Ah, no, that sounds great. And then, yeah, like he gets a scoop of slop at some point. He's like, "Hurdy get the slurp," and you go, "Skablue, skablue," and he splats it on the tray. That's great. And Kermit's like, "Oh man." Oh, that sounds good. Well, I already kind of did my idea, which is piggy goes ham, and then <laughs> animal who can talk now. Absolutely, uh, it's just it's just after a but but. Another thing is the characters of Standler and Waldorf really aren't in these movies much. The two old guys who are mm. who are trolling them. So I don't know if you're familiar, but there's this show called um, Mystery Science Theater 3000, which is a bunch of comedians watching bad movies and basically doing their own comedic commentary over it. Hmm. So what I want is a collection of these three Muppet movies... With those two guys doing commentaries. Just ripping the movie to shreds. Yep. That's my idea. I'd pay for that. Oh, yeah. They're, they're great characters. They've yeah. always been some of my favorite. Or maybe it can be like The Lion King one and a half, which is their side of the story. <laughs> during the oh, movie. yes. And how it they... follows completely them. Yeah. And them going to the theater and watching the, mo- the, the show and being like, that yeah. sucked. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. There's, like, some sad backstory where, like, their partners and their families have all died or something. It's just them, and they're lonely, and they're very sad. And the only escapism they get is going to this theatre and just making fun of these Why they're so grumpy. Why they're so grumpy. Then you start to feel for them. You're like, oh, man, these old guys, they're all all sad. Uh, I feel for them. They're all grumpy boys. Anyway... I'm very excited for this next segment in that I'm angry with what, what people are going to say. Let's do it. <laughs> so it's me again. Canadians are here for raving reviews. Yes. I thought I'd come back at the end here just just to do the raving reviews. <laughs> raving reviews. Everyone knows how the segment works. If you don't, I read a review out. He guesses the review That's score. That's, that's it. how it works. That's it. That's Let's, it. Do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Barry, he says, I wouldn't be surprised if I had a nightmare about this later. Oh, yes, the movie review. I'm not a huge fan of the Muppets. Oh, boy. But it was pretty good for what it was. Ah. Not a bit obnoxious at times. I think that's a three. I'm still going positive with it. I'm going to go three. You're a three? It's a two out of five. Oh, okay. So close. It's not a huge fan of the Muppets. Yeah. Robert. Lots of Muppets singing. Okay, story. But they were still doing the we're Muppets, we're in films thing. <laughs> of course it is. It's a Muppet movie. Yeah, that is that is what it was, Robert. It's a Muppet movie. Is that positive? I think this one might be the three. It's a 3.5. Ooh, close. You should agree with Carlos. With Carlos says, I guess I have a frozen heart. Sure. I mean, look, you admitted it. So, <laughs> yep. I guess power to you. Uh, two. It's a one. Okay. One out of five. He really didn't like it. All right. Cat says, I remember see this in theater. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I would have been five. Dot, 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 dot. Yes, and your thoughts are? I remember see this movie in theater. Dot, dot, dot. I would have been five. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, I'm going to say a four for that one. It's a two out of five. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And now it's time for rapid fire. We don't care about your stupid rating system. We have our own rating system. Here we go. It's really hard to do these rapid fire, but I'm going to do it anyway. Let's do it. Dusty says 82% of my tomato meter. Four. No, 4.5. He changes it last second. It's 4.5. Well done. Boom. Well done. Quick change. Nikki says, this was very good. Also funny. B plus 10. 
that's a four. That's a four out of five. Very good. And Jen says, pretty good Muppet classic, explanation mark. Ages four plus. <laughs> uh, five out of five. <laughs> it's three out of five. Okay. <laughs> Ages four plus. Oh, dear me. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. Thanks. So useful. Honestly, I could probably take my four-year-old to this movie. <laughs> it's rated G, so yeah. Yeah, thanks for, for telling us. <sighs> so yeah, that was the rapid fire segment. And finally... Oh, I've got a couple points. I saved the best review for last. Oh no. San Diego says, A really awesome, funny, and just hilarious movie. But B-movie is still the best movie. <laughs> All criticism is just jealous people <laughs> saying it is bad. <laughs> Okay, we got a troll. We got a troller. <laughs> yep. Uh, and trollers want their things to be seen by most people yep. out there, which makes me think mm. this is a five out of five review. Yeah, it's five out of five. Yeah. Well done. You read the troll. I read the troll for what it was. There we go. Well that was like the first review I read, by the way. <laughs> it was just about the B movie. <laughs> like, what is this doing here? It's so ridiculous. Anyway, <sighs> good round. Go. Yeah, good round. There we go. It's good. Yeah, good movie. I'm glad we chose this one this week. And by we, I mean me, because I'm the best in Sandra Sauce. If you like the show, uh, let us know. Who's your favourite? You can take favourites. Is it the B movie? Is it the Muppets? Muppets. Let us know. All of the things, all the links in the description. Check it out. Oh, also, Mm -hmm. forgot to mention this last week. Oldie but a goodie 1984 Spotify playlist. It's a thing. I made it. Bunch of songs. From all the movies we've done. Well, almost all the movies. Fantastic. Link in the description. All right, Sandro. you got to pick next week's movie. All right. We have Best Defense. Hmm. Dudley Moore is an engineer who realizes that a tank Eddie Murphy is using has a few bugs. Um, okay. It's malfunctioning. Don't mind Eddie Murphy. And we have Electric Dreams. Hmm. A state-of-the-art computer develops emotions for its... Owner's neighbor. <laughs> Computer developers mentions. That sounds funny. All right, next. <laughs> yep, that, that, that does. <gasps> the never ending story. You're over. You're over. Never ending story. Does make me not want to pick this film. That's fair. Uh, a young boy reads a book and is transported into a magical world. Oh, it's my reaction to that movie. Wow. And then Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, no. <laughs> nerds tried to stop the jocks from bullying them. Ooh. That film is incredibly sexist. I, Edgy. Th- that film is awful. And no, yep. I refuse to watch it. That's fair. I think I'm going to roll out Best Defense. I like Eddie Murphy, but... Eh. Mm, the concept does not sound terribly interesting. So we got Electric Dreams... Or the never-ending story. More like the I bloody wish it would end story. It's boring film. Oh, got him. Hot takes coming from Sandro, even when they're wrong. That's fine. It's not a good film, I think. Uh, maybe, but it's one of my favourites. Well... I think I watched it like 20 times as a child. Oh, nice. That's a good... It was never-ending story. Uh, Electric Dreams... I think I've heard the song that's from that movie. I think the movie... I think the song that came from that movie is more popular than the movie itself. I think it's one of those films. Or it's just... It's a song with the same name or something? Potentially. I think I've heard of it. I I like... Look, just based off the name, 
I quite like the, the book Do Electric Sheep Dream Electric Dreams, which of course became mm. the basis for the film Blade Runner. So entirely based off that, I think I'm going to yeah. pick Electric Dreams. Okay, that's fair. Look, I would have liked the never-ending story, but obviously you don't want to watch that. It's the same movie as Princess Bride, but Princess Bride's better. Uh, yeah... Except no, they're very different. <laughs> they're quite movies. different. They're quite different, actually. They're extremely different in almost every way. But the Princess Bride is really, really good. Yes. Which is the opposite of the never-ending story, in my opinion, which goes that's against the it. opinion of so many people. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But yeah, all mm. right. Well, we'll do Electric Dreams next week, Excellent. wrapping it up with our favorite quote. Mine is three D. Got a popcorn and it flies in your face. Three D. Do it. How popcorn works. Uh, my favorite is you bloody muppets. <laughs> you stupid muppets. What are the rats wanting a job? Frogs wanting a job? What's gonna happen next? Penguins want a job? Hey, uh, it's us penguins. Can we get a job? No. <laughs> Wow, sorry for existing. <gasps> There's that good joke as well, where in the very end, the penguins are the ones selling Kermit his suit for the wedding. Yep. Do you get the joke? Because penguins wear suits. It's clever. Suits, suit. yep. It was ahead of its time. It wasn't a different time. It was ahead of its time. Now, how many times can we say that on this podcast? Uh, that's it. That's how many, because we end the podcast right here. <laughs> 